In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Just give us one hour and we'll help you change the way you think about happiness. Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen is a fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness from the inside out. Happiness is a choice, and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Each week, Lisa shines her light on well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. As a filmmaker, positive psychology coach, author, professor, and change agent specializing in the field of happiness, Lisa Cybers Kamen is widely recognized as an expert in the field. On the show, she also focuses on military families and service personnel returning with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and other post-deployment civilian life reintegration issues. So, let's spend some time getting to the heart of the matter on Harvesting Happiness on toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. I am here to talk with you today as I do each and every week about happiness, well-being, and human flourishing. Authentic happiness is not selfish, egotistical, or narcissistic. In fact, the achievement of a happy life is not only good for us, but good for those around us. Sustainable well-being is important because it not only elevates our own well-being locally, but also contributes to the collective flourishing of humanity on a global level. In short, happiness matters. Happiness comes from the heart. And this show is all about the heart. Before we bring on our guest today, I want to open up the phone lines for call-ins at 877-864-4869. Again, that's 877-864-4869. And you can tweet at us at Lisa Kamen and HH Talk Radio. Today, we are going to talk about music and how music makes us happy, how it increases joy, how it can heal. And specifically, we are continuing our celebration of TEDx Malibu Living Out Loud. This past month in December, we presented several amazing speakers and musicians at our community event, which is a TED event all about technology, entertainment, and design that is designed to perpetuate ideas worth spreading. And our first guest is Becca Eden. In 2010, she began working as a successful small business owner, developing musical skills and songwriting talent, not just for students that she was coaching, but for herself in both Virginia Beach and California. She began writing original material for other artists nationwide and has built a reputation as a well-known cause artist working for charitable organizations such as our very own Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, a national 501c3 nonprofit devoted to um, integrated 
Combat Trauma Recovery Program. And we work with families who uh, are challenged by PTSD, TBI, MST, MSA, and other issues that are the unseen or invisible wounds of combat or war. Becca has won the Upcoming Female Artist of the Year at the 2012 Malibu Music Awards. She also has another uh, amazing contest that she is the Artist of the Month in, and we'll talk about that. And I want to just welcome Becca. Hello. Good morning. So glad you're here. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Uh, Oh, my pleasure. We are celebrating a couple of really amazing things, and I would love for you to share with our listeners what is happening in the world of Becca Eden or B? <laughs> well, a lot is happening in my world right now. I'm very busy with the new launch of our cause song in between, which is the fundraiser song for harvesting happiness for heroes, as you all know. And that comes out on Monday on iTunes. And we have a fun um, video today to feature just the heart behind it. And you can um, check that out at Lisa's website, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, and my website. And then on Monday, we also have a um, little music teaser video coming out with the single as well. And to uh, find out more about Becca Eden's work as a cause artist and to see the sneak peek video, you can go to Becca Eden, and that's B-E-K-A-H Eden, E-D-E-N dot com. Yes. And let's talk a little bit about a cause artist versus a mainstream artist. Okay. Well, basically, a couple years ago, you know, I went down the road of discovering, you know, I got signed locally to do a pop album. And I, you know, um, we released that album in December of 2010. And I just felt like something was missing. I felt like I, I wasn't exactly connecting with it. And so about six months later, you know, I went through this, you know, discouragement season. And I just was you know, questioning everything that I wanted to do. And I just kind of came to the conclusion that if I can't really um, get behind what I'm singing, if I'm not sold out for what I'm singing, then I honestly have no business being in, in the music industry and doing what I'm doing. And so I had to ask myself, what did I feel like I could get sold out about? And I came to the conclusion that I, you know, I want to write for causes and I want purpose-driven music partnered with campaigns to help raise awareness for different causes, to help people in the world, and to really just kind of be an ambassador for change and ambassador for justice. And ever since I stumbled upon that, it's just been a snowball effect. You know, um, it's been one thing after the other, and I'm so excited about it, and I feel connected with what I'm doing, and I know that, you know, I'm right in the pocket of what I was created to do. Mm, how beautifully said. I want to read a quote to everyone because it is perfectly on point with, ju- with what you've just shared. And this is by Anita Roddick, who founded the, the Body Shop. The Body Shop uh, has creams, soaps, um, cosmetics. She was a British woman. She has since passed on. But she writes, you can't change the world from the rearview mirror. And I think that is really appropriate to the kinds of work that we're doing together, the the mission that you are on, the separate mission that I'm on, which is all about being the change that we wish to see in the world, um, being impassioned by life and what our purpose is here on this planet um, to make a difference, to contribute. Absolutely. You couldn't be any more correct about that. And actually, I love the products at the body shop. I use their (laughs) (laughs) I just had to put that little plug in there. They have the best lotion. 
So anyways, um, yeah, it's truly an honor. And I think the difference between, you know, being a commercially driven artist and being a cause artist is, you know, the goal is actually really to, my heart is to help heal the world. Now, if that lands me in, you know, it lands me on the radio or, you know, in film or other things like that, that's great. But at the end of the day, if, if none of that happened, would I still be doing what I'm doing? Yes, absolutely. I would, because I believe in it. And I believe that this music can really help people. And that's the vision behind what I'm doing. Um, you are, uh, voted artist of the month, or there, there's a contest on right now on FHR radio, an artist of the month awards. And this is, um, the fan base votes for the for the artist of the month. Tell us a little bit about this contest, how people can cast their votes, and is there a specific t- uh, song tied to this, or is it just general, you, the voice, the, the personality? Actually, the song tied to it is our wonderful song, In Between. <gasps> Yay! Yes, yes. That is the song that Orlando's been playing at the radio station. And um, I would love for everybody to go vote. Um, I'm tied with one other artist right now, but we have to the end of the month. And all you need to do is go to FHRradio.com and click on the monthly artist tab. And then you just need to enter Becca Eden. And so um, if, if, um, if I win, I'll be their artist of the month, which will be wonderful. Oh, it, it, it will be amazing. And, you know, I'm plugging the vote. I'm circulating it around to our community. So hopefully we can help push people to, to vote for you and tip you into the winning position. You were able to actually play in between live this past December at TEDx Malibu and shared the stage with some really, I have to say, really cool presenters such as Adam Leipzig. What was that experience like for you? Um, that experience was life changing. I have to thank you again, Lisa, for, um, for honoring me with the request to even be a presenter on that day. Like it was, it changed my life. And really honestly, like it was such a unique event to be a part of because from the moment that I even stepped foot in rehearsal, there was such a vibe of like family and of, um, you know, just, you could tell everyone was there for the same reason. And that was to live out loud and to help other people and to be a voice for the voiceless and to hear such amazing presenters like yourself and Adam, um, you know, come up and talk about, you know, like what you guys have learned and just the heart behind what you do. And I mean, just your story, it was so empowering. And I felt like, oh my goodness, to hear such transparency from such incredible leaders, like it just really challenged me and made me, um, made me decide, you know what, like, there's no giving up. You, you just have to keep doing this no matter what the cost and, and to really be that kind of a leader that shares, shares your story, your true story with the world and, um, lives a life that makes a difference. Well, that is beautifully said. And I think um, Agapi Stasinopoulos, who was also one of our presenters at TEDx, she talked about the fashionability of vulnerability. And I think that that is really what you're speaking of. You know, when we're able to wear our hearts on our sleeves, which you so beautifully do with your music, and especially with In Between, which we are going to play later on in the show, we will play a clip of it. But it's really about being real. And when we get real with ourselves and we get real, with uh, our mission and how we find passion and meaning in the world and we jump on that course and stay true to it, that's where the magic happens. 
Yes, absolutely. Agape made me cry. Like I just was so moved because, you know, when she talked about who she was, was too big for what she was doing and she had to find herself and she had to be okay with, you know, the fact that maybe she didn't fit into this certain thing or didn't fit into that, but she was going to be herself. I mean, that is so empowering. Like, it is. It is. And we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we are going to continue our conversation with Becca Eden, cause artist, my personal friend, somebody whom I love and adore, who wrote In Between, which is our campaign song for Harvesting Happiness for Heroes. To learn more about Becca Eden, please visit BeccaEden.com. Even the whispers of my heart. Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress came and has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life. Available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Are you or do you know a returning U.S. military man or woman in need of restoring joy in their lives? Did you know that our nonprofit, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, offers stigma-free combat trauma and post-deployment reintegration programming? Check us out at www.hh4heroes.org. That's HH, the number four, and heroes.org. Happiness is an inside job. Wear the message on T-shirts, baseball caps, sterling silver designer jewelry, and more. Please visit our online boutique at www.harvestinghappiness.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. We had a musical smorgasbord during our break, and you heard Becca Eden actually singing um, a bit of In Between, and you also heard our next guest, um, David Ari Leon, who uh, uh, wrote Home, and we'll talk about that song later, but let's get back to the power of music to heal. And Becca, one of the uh, events that you have upcoming is you will be playing at a Wounded Warrior Project event in San Diego, California on February 7th. And for those who don't know, the Wounded Warrior Project has been a proud sponsor of Harvesting Happiness for Heroes. And Becca played at one of our events in Sundance, Utah, and kind of knocked the socks off the room. And this is the beautiful power of music. So Becca, talk a little bit about the emotional experience that we all shared, but also the feedback that you've received from warriors and their loved ones when they hear in between. 
Okay. Um, thank you, Lisa, for all the sweet words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to fly out to LA next month to um, sing my song for the military. This is such an honor. And this is truly a dream come true because, you know, when I've gone to these events and seen these men and women who have sacrificed their life, I mean, they've sacrificed their arms and their legs. You know, when they go away to war, it's a miracle for them to come back and not be, you know, traumatized in ways or, you know, um, be. Um, to have lost a limb, you know, and it makes everything that I do just, um, it solidifies the heart behind it. And the response has been overwhelming. I mean, I've had people cry and just feel so in touch, you know, what they couldn't say themselves. They felt like the song showed them the matters of their heart. You know, like when they didn't know that they were in there in between, once they heard the song, they connected with it because what they couldn't put to words, the music did. And it just is really, um, it really has been such a beautiful experience to be able to take to them music and say, Hey, I remembered you and I'm thinking about you and I want to do something to help you and, you know, raise awareness for all that you sacrificed for our country. And, um, so the support from them has been wonderful. And even to be able to be asked to go and do this stuff, it's nothing I take lightly. And it is such a big honor. And, I truly feel blessed to be able to be in this season of my life and to use my voice in a way that is helping other people. And um, your voice indeed is, uh, is, is a healer. You know, the, the words that you sing, the way that you sing, the way that you arrange the music, which will, we will have a, a, a longer segment at the end where people, people will be able to hear more of in between, is um, what really the topic is about. I mean, we're talking about your music specifically and then David's music coming on, but music helps heal. It's really, um, it's a transparent way of healing, and that's what I love most about music. I am actually tone deaf. I can't sing, but I love music. I have a huge music collection. And I find that when I'm in a particular mood or spirit, that the music that I put on um, can either reinforce it, you know, or can help me shake, shake free of a difficult mood or a difficult time. And in between really articulates that place, which we have all been in. We have all been in our in between, where we don't necessarily know where we belong, that we don't necessarily know our right place, and um, that there is hope and meaning in, in moving through the process. Absolutely, you know, and I feel like um, one of the things that I have learned is that pain has purpose, and that, you know, when you go through hard times, you can either let it shape you into being the best, the best person that you can be, or, or the opposite, you know, and with that song, even though I've never experienced combat in the sense that military men and women have, I know that I've faced my own battles of just even being secure with who I am and what I feel like I need to do. And it was really, truly written from a place of truth and a place of transparency in my own life. And so for, for it to be as, you know, as um, successful as it has been and for people to be connecting with it the way that they have been, it's a testimony to music in general and to songs um, with with uh, meaning and songs with purpose and songs that can reveal to the human soul things that maybe they weren't even thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I'm actually recollecting... Um 
a moment that we had in Sundance, Utah, at the Wounded Warrior Project event where it, that happened. And you and I will talk about it later, but we may be recalling the same moment. And it is, it is stunning. You know, it's stunning that the, the release that one can experience through music and then to be buoyed up and strengthened by it at the same time. And I, I, I want to talk a little bit about um, what happens when you are inspired to write a song? What is the process that you go through internally to sort of dial in on the moment of what needs to be expressed? That is such a good question. Um, basically, you know, inspiration is like, is random as I mean, as random as random can be, because sometimes what will happen will be someone will tell me a story. And then all of a sudden I feel this heaviness in my heart and I just feel this feeling come over me and, and, and I'll go to the piano or, or I'll get a little melody in my head or other times I'll maybe be facing a situation and, you know, experiencing a circumstance where maybe I can't use my voice to help somebody in the sense of a conversation, but I can come home to my quiet place and write what I would hope that that situation outcome would be or write what I would dream or vision, you know, the change to be. And that I truly, truly believe that when people write from a place of transparency, you know, they can change circumstances and the at the atmosphere, you're birthing something into the atmosphere that can truly change, um, outcomes for people. And so it's really, honestly, um, these songs come from, from just a heart that wants to help. Oh, that's beautiful. The heart that wants to help. And I do believe this is the key to a joyful life, you know, um, that it is being of service. It is being in that perpetual state of gratitude, even when life is not always happy and we're not always necessarily thankful for the challenges that are presented before us, but it is um, working to create that constant state of wonder, of desire, of courage, of seeing the glass half full versus half empty. And this is how we train our warriors as they trans- transition back to civilian life. They have, they have served, they have given their lives in terms of service, that when they sign into the military, they are willing to do whatever it takes, including but not limited to giving their life for our country. And when they return and the pieces of that puzzle are not fitting perfectly, we as the civilians and caregivers um, in the country really owe it to help them put their lives back together as successfully and joyfully as they possibly can. So they themselves experience happiness and well-being and greater joy, so their families are whole, so their children do not carry a legacy of secondhand trauma, so their spouses and, and, and caregivers are not worn out, and we have um, you know, a high divorce rate and separation rate amongst families. So really, it's in part um, to heal and in part community service for the greater good. Absolutely, you know, and I think that, um, you know, just remembering that these people need to be honored, you know, even when we did Sundance, which was an extremely powerful retreat, um, which was life changing again for all of us that were there, you know, just to see the response. I mean, these people are so humble 
And, you know, they take it seriously that you took the time to even think about them. And, you know, it's just a testimony that sacrifice, you know, is truly um, priceless. And I think that, um, you know, to be able to see that, it just makes my my love and my respect for our military go, go you know, as high as the sky. And these are such young men and women. I mean, you are you are a young woman coming into her prime, and these men and women are your contemporaries, age-wise, and where they're at in their lives. And imagine going off to war barely an adult, I mean, in terms of their ages, and then in terms of their actual development, their psychological development. You're barely an adult. You go off to war, you see things, you do things, you witness things, and things happen to you. You come home, and you know, you're know you in young adulthood, but these experiences, there, there is not the knowledge to learn how to process those experiences. That's not something that's taught in the military. It's not something that's actually even taught in general in life. You know, we are, we are led to believe that we need to sort of learn how to be emotionally stable and well on our own as part of our daily living experience. And when that experience is interrupted by a trauma, by a challenge, by adversity, um, we need to learn how to uh, be given tools to strengthen ourselves and, and thrive in spite of what has happened, not be defined by it. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, the brain doesn't even completely develop until your 20s. And for these people that are younger, you know, going in at 18, I can't even imagine what they what they feel or what they really internalize from that experience. But having a program like Harvesting Happiness for Heroes where you do empower them to have the tools and, you know, actually just reinforce and encourage them, hey, you know what, like just because you experience this does not mean it's the end. And actually, you know, like you can overcome the situation and you can, um, you know, face these things and actually let your story help other people. And I think that when, you know, one of the hardest things, um, to realize is everything that we go through is most of the time um, an experience that we end up helping others through. And when you put the focus on that, it kind of alleviates that pressure and shows you like the purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's something good to think about. I do too. It's uh, each one of us recognizes that the hardships that we have experienced are not in vain. That if we can't necessarily um, help ourselves through it, we can help others because of it. And Becca, I want to thank you for being on the show. I want to give your contact information and let our listeners know that we are giving away copies of your single in between. And to enter the giveaway, please visit Harvesting Happiness on Facebook, like us, and enter to win there. And um, your your website is www.becca eden that's b e k as in kiss a h e d e n like the garden of eden beccaeden.com on twitter becca is also becca eden and on facebook she is also becca eden she is consistent which we love and here comes the clip of in between which i hope you will enjoy as much as i do listening and sharing it and becca had in composing it and performing it here we go Well, maybe not. See, live radio. I'm being told to keep talking. So to learn more about Harvesting Happiness for Heroes and what we do with our returning military personnel, please visit HH, the number four, and Heroes. That's H-E-R-O-E-S. 
Like what you hear on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio? Subscribe to us on iTunes and get your weekly dose of joy downloaded free and easily to your computer or portable device. That's Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio on iTunes. Everyone likes to win. Enter our weekly contests at Harvesting Happiness on Facebook, where we give away our guests' books, music, film, and products each week. In addition, we also do great Harvesting Happiness giveaways, like free coaching sessions with Lisa Cypress Cayman, Lisa's Books, Happiness First Aid Kits, H-Factor Where Is Your Heart documentary film, Happiness is an inside job product, including the Sterling Silver Infinity Bracelet that benefit Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, a nonprofit whose mission is to assist our returning military personnel and their loved ones challenged by combat trauma and other post-deployment reintegration issues. Join us at Harvesting Happiness on Facebook. Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress came and has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life, available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, we are speaking of the power and beauty of music to heal and create happiness and joy and well-being in people. Um, We are continuing our celebration of TEDx Malibu presenters, and in the spirit of this, we are welcoming David Ari Leon. He is a multiple award-winning and Emmy-nominated composer and music supervisor. He has brought his signature blend of acute classical expertise and emotive pop ethos to countless films, video games, albums, and TV shows. David's music is cur- can currently be heard in places such as ABC's hit show Sea Worlds, Sea Rescue, and on Disney's XD's XD's. The Avengers. He is a music director and co-founder of the Voice of Life Project, whose mission is to elevate wellness with great music. He's also raising mobile game music to new heights with his immensely popular music. Recently, he scored Woody Woodpecker, named iPhone Game of the Week. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. I want to bring David on because I want to just jump into this. David, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Um, I wanted to mention um, that we did play home a couple of times um, as we transitioned into different segments. And as we came on to this part of the program, we did play home once again. And this is part of the Voice of Life project. And tell us a little bit about the project and how it came to be. Well, um, 
let's see. The um, answer is it was a thought kernel that happened um, actually over 20 years ago. I had a tragedy in my family. My father had unexpectedly um, committed suicide, and I had been working at NBC on a, on the show Days of Our Lives, and I had already started pursuing music, and I, out of that tragedy, decided I wanted to do everything I could to make a difference with music and make people feel better with it. And so that was the original kernel, and it took a long time to figure out how to do it. I tried a few things that didn't quite nail it, and then I came up with this idea with my partner on the Voice of Life project, Peter Wolf, to essentially incorporate certain kinds of musical elements that are found in Indian classical music, such as a drone tone that people have used for chant and meditation for thousands of years, and other kinds of musical ingredients, and it worked. So we have 10 tracks that all have that formula, and uh, we're very proud of it. And it is amazing music. Um, David gifted me a copy of Voice of Life for the holidays, and I have had it in my car ever since. And I do play it when I am driving in traffic because I find such a, a value and sense of calm as I'm driving and I get to sing and sort of clear out my windpipes and not be disturbed by the traffic. And I think that that is the value of music and healing, particularly this, this kind of music. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it really uh, taps into that meditative quality that can bring us peace when we are agitated. Yes. And and now you are applying this to mobile apps, which I find fascinating. Talk a little bit about this. This is very cool. Um, well, gosh, I um, we are in the process of developing a Voice of Life mobile app, and that will really be sort of the creme de la creme of the completion of the project where we can give people different ingredients in the tracks to participate with. If they want more of the drone tone, for example, or more of the rhythm or more of the melody, they'll be able to dial in those elements to customize to, to suit what resonates with them the most. Um, in the meantime, I have been doing a lot of music for games, and um, I had done a game called Contra Jour that is, was the number one iPad game of the year in, in 2011, uh, according to Apple, and it just so happened that the music that was called for is something that a lot of people have, have uh, been very positive about and have sent me uh, comments saying that they find it very calming and soothing and that it essentially accomplishes the similar kind of goal that Voice of Life does to help people to feel better in their lives. Well, let's talk a little bit about the science behind all this. Let's talk about what happens in the brain and within our bodies when we are exposed to music like this, because the, the neuroscience behind this, personally, I find very fascinating. It is fascinating, yeah. I mean, and uh, we are learning more and more as studies are, are happening. It, it turns out that Understanding exactly how music works in the brain is about as complicated as understanding the brain itself. Uh, it's, it's amazingly complex. The, essentially, every part of the brain uh, engages with music when we are in the process of, of immersing ourselves in, 
in music. So, so there's a lot we don't know yet, but I, I can share with you some interesting things that we do know. Well, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head that when we are engaging, you know, different parts of the brain, we're engaging ourselves into presence, into mindfulness, into the moment. And when we are fully engaged with the moment, and this is a, a, a mantra unto itself that's repeated time and time again, week after week on this show, is when we are in the moment, there is no other place that matters. The past doesn't matter. The future doesn't matter. All that matters is the present and how we are choosing to engage with it. Yeah, that's right. It, 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 what you're describing is exactly what the goal of Voice of Life album is. It's essentially the same exact goal that meditation uh, strives to do to put us in a place where we are fully present and there are proven health benefits to that. And let's talk about those health benefits because um, music has been used in health and medical treatment in the past. It's coming on stronger and stronger as more of these neuroscientific discoveries are being shared in the world. So tell us a little bit about the who, what, when, where, and why of music therapy. Yeah, I mean, music therapy has actually been around for a long time. It's been a profession for about 50 years, I believe, and... Um, so there is a nice medical history with the use of music for uh, health and wellness. It, uh, music therapy is, is deeply based in science, and so it isn't until pretty recently with the invention of brain scans and um, MRIs and things of this nature where it enabled science to really start to understand what's going on in the brain and how the brain um, lights up and engages with music. And um, so, I mean, what they're finding is that the, uh, well, a few things. I mean, they know that um, dopamine is released in the brain when we listen to music in a kind of interesting way that it actually is released in two different parts of the brain in two different musical um, experiences. So part of, I think you probably know a lot about the relationship between being able to predict what's going on in our life and having a sense of peace of mind. So that actually shows up in music. Um, the first place where dopamine is released is when the brain is predicting what the music is going to do. It actually releases dopamine. And then when the prediction is right, it actually releases dopamine a second time. From a, from a different place, interestingly mm. enough. So that is part of what makes it feel good. Uh, there's another chemical. I talked a little bit about this at our TEDx talk called oxytocin. That is the chemical that um, new mothers have a lot of that is part of what makes them bond with their babies. And the science actually shows that our uh, brains release that when we sing together in groups. And let's talk a little bit about that singing experience because you performed a couple of songs at TEDx, one of which was Home that we have been sharing here, and engaged engage the entire audience in this singing experience. And what is particularly powerful about this to me, being a singer who cannot sing, you know, who cannot really carry a tune, is that it was amazing how our voices came into alignment being together in that room singing. That everybody sounded beautiful. Yeah, um, it's true. Everybody did sound beautiful, and 
also the the mission of the Voice of Life project actually is to get not only the health benefits of meditation, but also the health benefits of chant. And there, as we talked about with some of the, the chemicals that are released, there is uh, a very good feeling that, that we get, scientifically speaking, when we sing together. And chant has been used for meditation for a long, long time. So that was really the design of Voice of Life, is that everybody is invited to add their voice to the music, and it's most effective in groups, but it works even, you know, if you're in your car in traffic, just singing along with the music will be a calming experience. And so we call it participatory or interactive music as, as really the, the type of music that Voice of Life is, and it's really not, we don't use the word singing because a lot of people like yourself, Lisa, say, oh, well, I don't sing or I'm not a singer. Um, and so we don't want people to feel like they can't add their voice to the music because they don't have a certain skill level. It really has nothing to do with skill any more than talking or walking. Uh, just requires some basic level of skill. Um, adding your voice to voice of life is pretty much the same thing. We, we, most often use the term vocalizing or just, you know, say, just add your voice to the music. And it's really the, the physical vibration, and I talked a little about this at, at TEDx as well, just, the, the, just the, the vibration itself in the body feels good. And it doesn't matter if you're on pitch or off pitch or, or whatever. It just so happens that in groups, it, it just, when it feels good, it sounds good. I don't even quite know why, but it just seems to work like that. Well, we should have Peter, your partner in this project, talk about this because he can go into the neuroscience in in depth. And there really is something to that about what happens to us uh, physiologically when we chant or chime in. I won't use the word sing anymore because I can't sing, but I can chant. And I did learn that, that I can chant. I can chant perfectly, and anybody can chant perfectly. We are going to be going to a break in a minute, and I want to give our listeners some information on where they can find you, where they can find the CD, and uh, please visit thevoiceoflifemusic.com. There is no the before it, so it's www.voiceoflifemusic.com. On Twitter, it's V-O-X-O. Uh, F life, so it's Voxo life, right? Is that how Box you of that? life, I think. Box of life, box of life, and on Facebook it's David Ari, and that's A R I Leon L E O N, and Voice of Life Music. There are two spots. Here comes the tunes. We have another of your segments from Voice of Life coming, and to learn more about the music, please visit voiceoflifemusic.com. And our TEDx Malibu 2012 videos will be up within the next few days. So here, enjoy the tunes. Like Lisa's take on happiness, well-being, and human flourishing? Join us this spring as Harvesting Happiness launches online classroom programming where Lisa Cypress-Kamen will offer her workshop series across the globe and from the comfort of wherever you are. Visit HarvestingHappiness.com for more details. Be a part of the grateful good. 
Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the Medical Center. Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. We are here today with David Ari Leon, and we are speaking about the Voice of Life Project. We're talking about the power of music to heal, transform, and instigate greater joy in your life. I like that word, instigate, today. And prior to the break, we were talking a little bit about the science behind all of this, what music does to our brains, what it does to our bodies, how music therapy has been in use for decades um, in service to creating a calmer um, a calmer body and mind and greater health overall. So David, what is the plan for Voice of Life? You have this incredible CD and are you going to uh, go on tour with it? Are you, what, what are your plans? Well, um, we actually would love to do a tour. We have really had wonderful response to our live um, gatherings like at TEDx. Um, and so that's something we're in dialogue about doing. Uh, meanwhile, our our number one mission, which we've done some preliminary work with a, a wonderful medical doctor named Chris Morosco, is to have doctors prescribe the Voice of Life album as a complementary part of treatment to patients who are undergoing medical treatment. And basically, it's a prescription. I like the word prescription. Technically, it's not a medical prescription, but uh, it, it functions in the same kind of way where the doctor essentially says, take this musical CD and sit with it for 15 or 20 minutes a day for three or four times a week and add your voice to the music and get the health benefits of meditation and chant, which will in turn help with your recovery from any of the kinds of medical issues that you're dealing with. So really our, our end game is that we have doctors everywhere prescribing the music and that the, not only are people using the music, but that the conversation in the general public has shifted. So when people think or talk about music, that one of the things that is just acknowledged is the power of music to heal. Beautifully said. I am working on a um, an outline for a class to teach at one of our local universities, USC. In fact, I'm a guest lecturer there in the Department of Psychology, and one of the things that I am working on now is how do you present this concept of integrated medicine, integrated mind, body, emotion medicine to the mainstream? And so I am having a meeting there to talk just about what you're what you're describing. You know. 
do we teach people how to have healthier minds? We teach them how to have healthier bodies. We teach them how to use their breath through um, uh, meditation and through through chant and through song to bring this sense of overall well-being while it might not necessarily cure a serious medical condition, what it does do is make the process of treatment more comfortable and the overall um, sense of well-being as one is traveling through a medical intervention um, easier to handle. Yes. Um, well, we have um, some headway with music in, in regard to what you're talking about that's positive. For example, um, scientific studies have shown and hospitals are using music now more and more regularly before surgery. Uh, what the studies show is that people need less anesthesia, not surprisingly with what we talked about uh, with dopamine. Uh, it essentially works like a natural anesthesia uh, with the extra benefit of you don't have the uh, typically people, the more anesthesia is needed for surgery, the longer the recovery time. It actually inhibits the immune system. So the use of music in that regard is, 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 is happening. And so that's a positive thing. Uh, another use of music already in hospitals is to, uh, the, we, I talked at TEDx about uh, the, the rhythmic components of music and how uh, we automatically connect to the rhythm in, in the music. It's absolutely innate. And so a couple of uses of that are to regulate uh, heartbeats with premature babies or uh, people with heart disease. So, mm. so that's, um, that's happening. So that's exciting. And, and so the more that that kind of thing scientifically is proven and studied and used, the more it helps us to get to our end game, which is really to have it be used uh, in, in a, as you say, in a, in a more integrative way that, that's, that's less specific needs and more for general health. And, pre- and preemptive as well, you know, preventative medicine where we adapt healthy habits, you know, we, we exercise, we feed our bodies well, we nourish our minds and emotions with music, with chant, with meditation, with movement, with, with a healthy diet. We end up optimizing, you know, all of these tools to hopefully prevent disease and, and medical disorders. I mean, that, that to me is the best end game possible. That's exactly right. I mean, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it, you know, we, we worked very hard to make music that not only is effective for healing, but, but is, as you say, very enjoyable and great music to listen to. So it's, for us, it, it is preventative, exactly as you're describing, just like uh, having a yoga practice is or having a good diet, just, you know, having a little time to sit with music and add your voice. And as you said, you can do it in your car while you're driving, so you don't even have to carve time out of your, you know, busy task uh, portion of your day. And that is the beauty of some of these tools that we're talking about. You know, music, meditation, yoga is a little less, it's a portable practice, but you need to devote time to it. But certainly music and meditation is something that can be done anytime, anywhere. You know, you can be at a traffic light and have a a, a moment of quiet that is completely restorative and balancing. And that is what is, is another part of what is so powerful about this. And it's just beautiful music. You, you make beautiful music. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that really is the bottom line. T- 
tell us where we can purchase Voice of Life and for more information besides the website, are there any other outlets where uh, Voice of Life can be found? Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of purchasing the album, uh, we uh, would love it if, if people went to the uh, voiceoflifemusic.com website to our store and got the album there. Uh, on, in that store, not only is the, uh, the digital version available, but actually physical CDs are for sale there as well. And those are nice. Sometimes it's still good to have those. Um, if it's easier for people to just go to the iTunes store and buy it there, it's available there as well. Uh, and I think on Amazon and a few other digital outlets. So it's widely available. You can just even Google Voice of Life and end up on your website or at any one of the uh, virtual stores to purchase it. I also want to mention that you have graciously donated a copy of Voice of Life CD that is also available in our contest of the week by going to Harvesting Happiness on Facebook, signing up for the contest and putting being put into the um, virtual spin of the uh, the drawing, and hopefully you can become a winner. So join us there, join the community, and learn more about Voice of Life Music at voiceoflifemusic.com. And I also want to mention some of your amazing clients because David is very, very, very well regarded in the music industry, and he has worked for organizations such as Lionsgate Films, Warner Brothers, Marvel, Universal, DC Comics, ABC, SeaWorld, EA, and Disney. And once again, to um, make contact, it's uh, Vox of Life, V-O-X of Life on Twitter, David Ari, and that's A-R-I, Leon, and Voice of Life Music on Facebook. And once again, that website is www.voiceoflifemusic.com. Now, do we have one more segment to play? I think we do. And I think this is Oh Mother. So can you set this up for us? And we will uh, play the, the clip and then I will take us to the end of the show gracefully. Sure. I'd, I'd be happy to, Lisa. Um, the track Oh Mother is really one of the, I mean, I, they're all great. I, I love the track. It is uh, featuring a wonderful singer named Donna Delory. And uh, what there's a lot that's special about the track. It it is a tribute to um, you know Mother Earth and just uh, appreciation and gratitude for the planet we live on. And Donna just so happened to had just um, had uh, a baby not long before she uh, sang the vocals, and she actually was nursing her baby while she sang "Oh Mother" in the song. So that's something special about it. Here we go. Wow, that was David Ari Leon and the Voice of Life Project. And I want to thank you for joining us on the show, David. And I want to just close out by a few thoughts that I love to share each and every week. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold, or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. Happiness simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, 
place, and meaning. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen, Becca Eden, and David R. A. Leon wishing you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest of actions. Until next time, remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. Next week on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio, we will have a military-focused show alongside Habitat for Humanity, who, and they are going to talk about their involvement in the military community and the homes that they're building um, for heroes. I also want to mention that next week, my campaign with the Department of Florida Department of Citrus is launching. Florida Orange Juice is uncovering America's top 10 annoyances, and I am going to help them solve the equation with how to be happier in spite of life's little annoyances. So you can learn more about that. There's a recent article in the Wall Street Journal that talks about this campaign. And I did write a piece for the Huffington Post about fearlessness. And I invite you to to join in with that and learn more about fear, how it works in the brain, and how it ties very beautifully into the power of music and its ability to therapeutically help heal. And one more thing, we are working on the spoken word pilot program for Harvesting Happiness through Spoken Word to bring it to boys and girls clubs across America. That's something that we'll also be uh, continuing to update you on. And to learn more about spoken word, you can give it a Google and uh, you'll find information. Nobody got no time anyway. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Join us every Wednesday morning live at 10 to 11 Central Time here on TogiNet Radio. Then harvest your own happiness anytime from the comfort of wherever you are with free downloadable podcasts available on iTunes. To learn more about Lisa 